Hey guys, Bryce here from Flex Cortex. All content on the Flex Cortex podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not a substitution for medical advice from a qualified health professional. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. This week's episode of Flex Cortex, we are going to be talking about Bryce awareness. Bryces are found in the woods uh, this mm. time of year, uh, so just be careful. Do not feed them. Oh, sh- shoot. No, we're talking about brand awareness. You're not a bear, right, Bryce? Um, I don't think so. That's true. You're built but like a bear. The beard can be confusing. I get that. Yeah, it happens. Uh, so we're going to actually be talking about creating brand awareness. Uh, including some basics on marketing, social media usage, and ways to gain traction with clients. Um, so let's jump into that. Let's um, do it. So we're going to start start off with like the basics of marketing. So how you promote your products or services to the public um, or to your customers anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually how you get new clients and uh, retain current clientele is through marketing and different uh, marketing techniques that we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, this can include different promotions, advertisements, social media for marketing purposes, and even some like referral bonuses that uh, some businesses will utilize, especially in the PT space. So, yeah, for sure. Question for you, Bryce. How did you end up growing your own accounts? Um, so with my, my accounts, um, I started off with my personal account. So that was actually quite a while ago um and then i ended up just blending which wasn't the ideal at the time so i remember when i was at nate in school we ended up um, having to do an assignment where they wanted us to it was actually in our business course and they're wanting us to make a business account if we didn't have one already for our pt so um when we were finishing up i believe i was finishing up my last year of school that's when i made up my uh, PT account. So at the time it was B MacArthur fit. Um, I like it. as of lately, obviously people know that I have rebranded to body by Bryce, which is, I do like m- that one more much better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was actually an idea from some people at, uh, at good life when I was training them. And, um, they actually at the time were like, that's a great, it's a good name you should use for if you ever wanted to go on your own. So, you showed it to those guys that it was a, a good name and then now it has turned into b3 so yeah, b3 coaching an actual business which is cool. it it is an actual business now yeah. yeah um but yeah so since then my b macarthur fit quote-unquote account that started off has now just grown over time um i just try to keep that as professional as possible anything fitness related goes on to the um body by brace account um and then i do have my personal account which is just private and i have uh, friends and family and stuff that follow me on there yeah and i don't think you've posted on that one for for ages um, yeah mainly it's just like it's just hiking stuff usually um yeah. or traveling stuff or maybe like if i go to festivals or something it's that or any kind of family stuff it's it's nothing crazy again um honestly my fitness account just takes up a lot of my time yeah yeah, I mean, like, you're you're posting fairly regularly on that one. Um, mm. And uh, as we talked about a couple of days ago, uh, 
it kind of has its own theme if you can kind of look out for it um kind of see the themes of the page but you know back in the past when you first started this account you definitely didn't have the themes or necessarily consistency so what kind of posts were you posting back then Uh, so when i first started my account it was definitely more of like a training log um i definitely was just using it more for um like a history, I guess. I was just able to look back and look at my look at my videos as I was prepping for comps, um, and you know, I was mainly doing just in person at the time, so I wasn't really pushing the online space that hard. Um, but obviously, doing more courses and um, just being exposed to more fitness professionals, I've realized that you have to be able to actually um, provide some value and provide some information and provide some content with your page, um, especially if you're in the business space especially if you're in the fitness space, um, you have to provide some sort of value to the individual, a reason for them to want to come back to your page. Um, and like we talked about before, give you a follow or like your content or share it. Right. So, um, or even save it. Like a lot of those things are really beneficial for your account, but then also for, um, just your exposure. And then it's called like looping, but you can actually like connect all of your accounts with them, um, other people and stuff too. Right. Yeah. I think one of the challenges being online and on social media is uh, all the platforms are uh, free, not necessarily a problem, but for when you're on a business, um, there's so much free content available on the internet and on these platforms already uh, that they can get so much value. So you want to draw people in basically uh, with your value that you're adding with free posts so that eventually Mm -hmm. they're like, Hey, uh, this person knows something like they, they know enough. So, you know, once you build that audience and people who actually uh, start to trust you and start to follow you and like your content, then mm-hmm. you can start being like, Hey, uh, so I have online coaching, like uh, feel free to check it out. If it's something that's interesting with you, yeah. um, interesting for you. So then they kind of go from there. So uh, the, the biggest thing is finding, figure out what your vision is for your company, figure out what you want to accomplish with your comp with your company like what your vision is with your company um and that'll kind of help direct your posts and direct your content um it it does mean sitting down a little bit and like dissecting your business um, which it can be hard especially because we don't like to critique our own businesses um so that's why it's beneficial to be surrounded by other professionals individuals that can have more experience um and that can actually give you some insight because sometimes it's really hard when you're actually like in your business um which I found in the past for sure. And even now, right. It's sometimes it's really hard to think of ideas um, or you think an idea is really great. And then you, you mention it to some people and it's actually yeah. a terrible idea. Especially um, in practice. Like, you know, you have a good theory, a good, good idea for like a product. And that's like, I always talk about logistics. Is it, is it yeah. feasible? And it's like, no. Yeah. The, there's the applicability aspect. Like you mentioned too, like when you're first starting out, like, is it feasible? Like, can you afford to actually do it? Um, is it going to be, is it going to have a good ROI, right? Like, is it going to be beneficial for you, for your company? Uh, is it gonna actually going to be able to produce more clients or pr- produce more leads? Um, or is it at least going to be, you know, more post-purchase? Is it going to help you in the long run? There's lots of stuff to think about when it comes to uh, social media in general. Yeah. It's like, you look at things like, uh, you know, YouTube or Twitch or uh, even like Google, a lot of these companies, um, 
they they dominate the market space and some of the flaws with them people you know would actually utilize another one so like the alternative to youtube or the alternative to twitch or um even a good alternative to google uh, mm-hmm. would make a lot of money but the problem is a you have to like those kind of companies they cost billions of dollars to actually invest in originally for the infrastructure for the uh, storage space and handling you know uh, people people uploading like thousands of videos a day millions of videos a day yeah um, yeah so you're gonna you're, you're, there's a lot of logistical challenges to it so it's like it's a great business idea but you're not going to get the um investment into it yeah for sure in theory it's a good business idea so right That'll cut down on the train noise. It's all good. I actually didn't hear it on my end either, to be honest. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, it is. It's tough when you're first starting out because you're trying to post as much content as you can just for exposure, right? And I found myself in that issue when I was initially started my account, and when I initially started my business, is you're just trying to post as much as you can, and that often will affect the quality of the posts. So it is important to make sure that again, you have meaningful content, but you know, structure is good. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think that is a good segue into, you know, asking. So obviously for fitness and for you, it's Instagram, but is Mm -hmm. there like a best platform to you? Should you use multiple? Like how, how should it work? So again, this is all just from my experience. This is just from talking to other people. Um, and then just from what I've learned from EV. So big shout out to them because that's been a really beneficial course to me. And it's been hugely um, implemental in regards to my business and how I'm going forward with everything. Um, but when with social media, for example, like there again are so many platforms. And I think most people, what they do is they'll try to dip in each one. So they'll be like, okay, let's do YouTube videos. You know, let's maybe Twitch. Let's do TikTok. Let's do Instagram. Let's do Facebook. Let's do all this stuff. But what they'll usually find is like, typically there's not much growth in any of them because you're not really dedicating time to one from just experience and from seeing other people do it. So what you should do is think think about your demographic. Think about the target audience you're trying to hit and think about the best way that you can deliver your own content. And honestly, just go by like logistics, just go by like, that's the, that's the awesome thing with Facebook. And that's the awesome thing with Instagram is if you convert your account to business, you can actually see the reach. You can actually see the shares, the saves. You can see all, uh, all of that stuff, which is really beneficial to see which platform is actually getting you the most growth and bringing the most people into your business. Right. Um, so find which one works for you and capitalize on that platform. So like for me, like I've gotten a lot of leads um, and then I've gotten a lot of referrals just from my Instagram. So just knowing that my Instagram is my best platform, I put most of my time into my Instagram. Um, yeah. I was I was doing YouTube for a bit, but this is a good example of trying to do too much at one time. I was trying to do YouTube and it was more, it was stressing me out more than anything. I wasn't really getting good views on it. It was it ended up just like eating up more time that I could have been putting towards the podcast or towards my towards my Instagram. Yeah. 
So I ended up just cutting it way back. Um, there'll be times where I'll, you know, I'll want to do videos for um, maybe certain launches of certain stuff or if we're wanting to do anything related to the podcast. But for the most part, if I can deliver what I want to deliver via Instagram and there's better ROI and turnover with that, then I will definitely just utilize my Instagram being my main platform. I think it, it is something to note though, back to the consistency thing, you know, <clears throat> you're consistent with your like weekly posts for a bit there, but the huge yeah. problem is like your Instagram. The reason why probably uh, one of the reasons anyway, that it's probably picking up traction too, is that you've had it for, you know, three years where you've been posting relatively consistently. So you've had a lot of organic growth that way uh, all the way up until like probably five or 600 followers. And then the last little bit, your follower account has uh, more or less exploded up to the 13 or whatever hundred uh, that you have currently. Mm-hmm. So it is one of those things to note, like YouTube can take an insane amount of consistency before the algorithm even pushes it in front of any audience. Um, yeah. The thing with YouTube though, that I will say is really nice is that YouTube is very organic. Like if you do manage to grow your YouTube, like props, because YouTube is really hard to grow because people that sub to you have to have a like a, an account. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Uh, it is hard to because a lot of people well watch YouTube without ever logging in. Uh, yeah, that's the thing, right? It takes time to actually if they don't have an account to make one. So if yeah. they're making an account to sub to you, then they really like your content. Yeah, because like Instagram, the benefit with Instagram is that, um, you know, love it or hate it. For, for the actual business or for the uh, professional Instagram user or using it for a professional account anyway. Um, you know, people, if they want to click on your picture and zoom in on bi- uh, Bryce's biceps or see the comments or see what's actually like, um, you know, captioned on the photo, they actually mm-hmm. have to like sign in. So, and then once you're signed in, because you can sign up with uh, Facebook. So if you already have a Facebook account, it's easy just like that and then yeah. you're on it and then you're like well i might as well give him a follow if i like this content or yeah. you know that sort of thing the process itself is pretty frictionless so that's why i think facebook and you and like instagram are so big because like it's really easy to make an account yeah and youtube is frictionless for viewing the video um it's even somehow in some ways more frictionless but it doesn't actually give any benefit to um the person posting the videos yeah i definitely think that for youtube for example if you like let's say you have like a cooking channel or let's say you have like tutorial stuff that's probably when youtube would be a really good platform just because you are more going to be like time-based right obviously and if somebody's going to your youtube like they're going to be committing to that 15 or 20 minute video of those recipes right um, if you're, if you're, but if you're trying to get across something relatively quickly, you can utilize other, other things on like Instagram, like, like IGTV does work. Um, or you can obviously just put little snippets of stuff that you want to have on your Instagram for your YouTube too, right? There's a lot of ways to kind of work around it, but, um, YouTube is a hard platform to grow. Yeah. So it is pretty crazy to see all the people that have like, you know, a couple million subscribers. Cause like that is tough to get. I, I think it is also interesting to note for like just what kind of content you want to put out. And that is one of the questions you have to ask. Uh, obviously, you're not going to be posting photos um, of, you know, you look and swole or different, uh, 
you know, photography, you're not posting that to YouTube. It's you do it to Instagram. Um, and I think mm -hmm. that goes to say, even for, if you have a five minute video, you post it to YouTube, like, because Instagram on your feed, you know, you're only getting 15 to 30 seconds of watch time or attention from people because it's a photography based platform. Um, yeah. Yeah. So even with Instagram TV, you really have to capture those people in that first 15 uh, to 30 seconds if mm. for them to actually click on the watch reels and then continue watching your uh, video. And even if it is five minutes, even if you capture them, you might not actually have good retention because it's it's not the mind state that people are in when they're browsing Instagram. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because like with, with um, like your IG, just your feed, your post can't be more than a minute. Um, and then reels, yeah. I believe reels cap off at like, I think they're also around 45 seconds or a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I like IGTV, for example, like, I don't know. It depends on the, on the video, but I would say that you're probably good to have it at like that five minute cap. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's the perfect transition because for YouTube, I know they're doing like a big push for, um, these hashtag shorts. I'm sorry that I used hashtag, <laughs> but basically these shorts that they're pushing and they're, they're under a minute, but traditionally mm -hmm. traditional YouTube videos that people grow, they're at least five minutes. They're five minutes, usually at least 10 minutes though. Um, and they're usually within that 30 minute, uh, like a traditional TV show um, mm -hmm. for length. Uh, and that's where you get the most engagement basically with YouTube. I think shorts is just YouTube's way of trying to compete with um, TikTok and uh, Instagram and stuff, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, because uh, TikTok, it, it, you get juicy content within like 30 seconds. Um, it's, it's, depending it's on the page, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, depending on the page. Yeah, that's true. There is a lot of not good content on TikTok as well. General rule for most platforms. There's some not good, so good content yeah, in general. 100%. <laughs> I think uh, to go into the next question here, it's kind of, so we talked about, you know, what platform to use, kind of have a focus at the very least on what platform you want to push the most or mm -hmm. uh, do your market research into basically. Um, mm. So the other question I have more, more personal is, mm -hmm. uh, so I, I want to do two things, obviously. I want to A, build my PT and kind of nursing presence with Flux Cortex and, kind of wear that hat and then i also want to wear another hat which is more of the digital creator trying new things um do different skills kind of educational content not necessarily tutorials but like uh you know just just things showing off like different skills to talk about it and then uh sort of teach people about it uh so my question is and we've kind of already talked about this before but mm -hmm. you know if I'm going to have, like, for my PT stuff, I probably don't need a YouTube account because a lot of that stuff can be condensed into uh, the IGTV if needed. Yeah. Uh, but should I be combating the Instagrams for um, that educational skills-based content with, you know, that PT uh, and kind of more nursing-focused account? So yeah, we we did talk about this in our uh, in our pregame chat. So um, personally, I just think because they are different, um, I would keep them separate. Personally, um, I would definitely probably have a PT slash nursing page. Uh, 
um, where you can do a majority of your PT slash nursing content and kind of tie it together with Flex Cortex since they're all kind of in that fitness space or realm. Um, and then have all of your content creation, we'll put that as the terminology for that whole thing, as a separate page, right? Because it it sounds like your page will just vary on content on that in that side. So it's good to keep it open, right? Um, but at the same time, like, depends how you look at it. I know some people might say that you could just combine, you could just use the same, the same page. But if you're trying to have like a theme, if you're trying to have a flow, and if you want consistency, and um, I would probably recommend just having separate accounts. Yeah. Because it, it is one of those things where, you know, you have your audience, you, let's say you get an audience. Um, if you have one account, it's easier to build an audience because you only have to grow one account. So getting to, you don't have to technically get 2,000 followers uh, by getting 1,000 on both accounts. You only have to get the 1,000. 1, um, so, you know, there's that. That's the argument for keeping one account. But you got to remember yeah. for that audience, um, you know, excluding friends or family who are happy to see whatever you're up to, um, the audience who's coming in, they usually have certain content that they want to see. So you're going to have yeah. these people who get really engaged with your fitness posts because they're there to see your fitness content. Um, mm. And then, you know, you might have your uh, more variety, your digital creation uh, content that's posted. And then like, no one's engaging with it. Cause like they're not uh, following you for that reason. Um, yeah. So that's it is one th- of those that's things. A, that's, a, that's the thing to think about too, right? Is if you have a following, chances are they're following you because they like a specific kind of content that you post. But if your content is all over the map, then there's no consistency with your, with your page. Right. So like, I would almost say that you're probably better off to have like, like I said before, a page just dedicated to fitness, nursing, the flex cortex stuff. And you can, cause that's all like really nicely connected, right? Like all this, all the topics that we post that we talk about here are fitness, lifestyle self-improvement to some sort of degree which ties in very nicely to what you're trying to accomplish with um, your nursing page which is you know delving into women's health which is you know trying to dive into pt as well to try to help people with that i think that all ties in very nicely so i think that i would keep that as a as a theme and keep that all connected together um then when it comes to your content creation i would definitely just have your content creation separate just because you will probably be doing different stuff pretty regularly on there and not that that's a bad thing, but I would definitely just show that as being like, if people follow you, they're following you because they want to see you doing like cool web design stuff. They want to see you doing cool, you know, new skills all the time. Like they're going to be following you for that stuff. Yeah. And then if people like, obviously will know you from the podcast too, then they'll know, like, then they might come across your other page and be like, Oh cool. Like this is what he does as well. Yeah. Whereas like, if you have it just combined, it's like, what does he do? Yeah, exactly. You don't you don't have that brand coherence almost um, because it's it's almost like uh, Elon Musk did not uh, you know slap together Tesla and SpaceX uh, to have one company. I mean, they do two different things. They do do yeah. different products. Uh, so you know, it's one of those things where if you're going to have different content, especially for like organic growth, to know if there's actually you know brand interest. You'd want to have that separate so you can actually use those analytics and uh, logistics that these platforms give you to really look and be like, oh, hey, 
Um, so, you know, if you have it on the same page, it might still tell you like, oh, no one's engaging with your uh, skills content, but you're getting like uh, lots of engagement on your fitness posts, then you might want to change yeah. focus. But yeah. the, it keeps it, keeps it, keeping it separate is kind of nice that way. Man, a lot of it's trial and error too, right? Like you, you definitely see a lot of people in the social media game or a lot of content creators that it just works for them. Yeah. Like some people just have an account where they post everything. It just works. Some people have separate accounts that works better for them. Like personally for me, like I like to have my personal life separate from business, business is business stuff. I don't like to have them intertwined. I like to be able to keep that, um, part of my life like separate and not related to what I do in my free time. Right. But again, though, like I do know lots of people that manage to have it all combined and it turns out pretty good for them. Um, Again, like the only real way to know is to try. So if you are wanting to try it out, you could um, and just see if people vibe with it. Right. See if you, if you start posting regularly on that page, um, then just see if people engage with better. And then that's honestly kind of what you can do. But coming from, again, just my, my perspective and my point of view, I would just advise having separate accounts from the start. Yeah. Um, then it'll take a little bit to get, actually get growth, but it'll be organic growth because they're following you because they want to follow you and they like what you post. Yeah. And I, w- I would make an argument for, you know, you, you don't have to have a personal account. Um, no you definitely don't have to and it's it's one of those things where you know even for that mental health benefit of getting away from social media it can be really beneficial um you know to just not have a personal so then that way you're not stressed about posting extra content or um i mean if you really want to show pictures of your family or you know something that's going on in your personal life that you don't want to share publicly definitely like um you can you probably make a personal instagram account if you really wanted to Mm -hmm. um can also yeah. just post on Facebook because everyone has yeah. Facebook. I mean, it, it still gets decent engagement, and that's where you know grandmas uh, and stuff usually are, where they're going to really appreciate that sort of content. Yeah, so. yeah. Like like I mentioned before, I do have a personal page uh, on Instagram, but I just don't really ever use it because I find that my main business page just consumes a lot of my time. So if ever I'm on social media, it's to try it's, to it's on that page you know, post content or make connections with people. It's, it's usually that kind of stuff, right? I don't ever really, really find that I'm typically on my personal page that much. Um, but it is good to like, like Tanner mentioned before, have that if you want it. And if you like having that personal page, obviously, but yeah. I would just have it. If you do have a, have like a personal page, I'd probably just suggest having it private. If you, you know, are a business owner. Yeah, especially as you um, grow your page. Um, you know, even at a thousand followers uh, like you have, you, you'd get some people who would end up finding it who don't necessarily want um, on your personal account because it's your personal. Um, yeah. So you, you keep it separate. Uh, someone like Ian or Thayer or other guests on this podcast, feel free to add us on the personal Instagram. Uh, you know, but not necessarily every single client, especially for like legal or professional uh, boundary reasons. It's kind of like you, you got to keep that separate. Yeah. And like, I, th- I think this is a very ongoing talk about social media too, is you need to definitely 
be careful what you post. Yeah. Especially being a business owner, right? If you are a business owner, you have to be very careful what you post. Yeah. Careful on your business and on your personal. Exactly. Because they might want to be hiring you, but they come across a post on your personal or on your business doesn't, doesn't rub well with them. And then all of a sudden they're not hiring you or they don't want to, or they unfollow you. Right. So it is important to, again, keep them separate. Um, just from personal experience, it's worked well for me. So, yeah, especially like good time to note for like, especially in the United States, um, here even because we have an upcoming election, but don't talk about politics. Like don't, um, cause especially as a business owner, you're going to alienate, uh, you know, if you're in the States, 50% of your, uh, audience by saying, Oh, I'm voting Democrat. I'm voting Republican instantly. Like half people, half people hate you just because there's such that political divide. People that are listening can't see this, but I'm like, right now I'm just saying cut and throat and I'm just like covering my mouth. Yeah, exactly. Like that's one not of those, talk about it. That's one of those things that you can, you can have your own opinion on it yeah. and you're, you're welcome. You're more than welcome to have your own opinion on it, but keep it off of your business page. Yeah. I would even, I would even advise keeping it off of your personal page. Yeah, 100%. And it is one of those things where, like, religion, too, uh, that sort of thing, don't talk about. But, I mean, if you're extremely passionate or it ties in well to your business, um, you know, definitely you can post about those things if you're okay with alienating some of your demographic. Yeah. Um, like, if you're really passionate about, you know, LGBTQ rights, um, as we were on Flex Cortex, we're okay with saying that out loud. And that's not even like a, a pink capitalism thing, which is, you know, doing it to uh, get that social um, mm-hmm. social benefit. That's just one of the things I think we both morally stand on. Um, so it's, it's one of those things, you know, that might alienate some people. But, you know, if it's important enough to, the, uh, to you and what you think uh, your vision is, then do it. But be careful because you will alienate some people. Uh, some customers just the biggest thing with social media is just realize that there might be one person or a couple people that just don't agree with you yeah like and they, it's super common and like you don't have to agree with other people either but you just have to respect somebody's opinion and you know i think everybody would get along a lot better if we just did that versus trying to challenge everybody's opinion because just get along with people yeah and that's that's also just uh, how you stop things from escalating too. So even if it's it's something you really disagree on and uh, stuff like that, like you you gotta at least be like, hey, you know what? Fair enough. It, it it's not my time right now to like try and get into this big argument with you because like it won't go anywhere, um, and it's it's gonna just be harmful both to both me personally, rationally, and then also to you, uh, especially if you know you have a following. You don't want to have these people doxxed or, uh, you know, get any of that negative air from your community. Uh, no matter how well deserved you think it is, it's not. Like, they're still human. Treat people like humans, you know, with that uh, respect and dignity. Exactly. Yeah. And that's even in spite if they don't treat you with that respect and dignity. Be the better person. That's all you can do, man. Yeah. That's it. So, we were talking about how. Your, inst- your business Instagram takes a lot of your time uh, and to kind of tie it in a little bit outside of social media, but mostly within the realm of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of marketing techniques do you use, especially on Instagram uh, to gain followers and even traction for your business for, so click throughs to your uh, website for coaching. So 
when I first started, like when I initially launched my business, I had um, like a direct ad. So I promoted it, which is pretty much like a direct ad. Um, and you can just, you can pay for that ad, obviously. So that did do decently well with just the initial launch of the, of the business itself. Um, but as of lately, I have just been trying to uh, more or less just share my clients. You know, again, you're part of a team when you join B3. So I want to show that people are part of a team. Um, obviously, that hard work go, doesn't go unnoticed. Um, and then obviously just trying to use your posts for engagement, right? So just trying to, again, put out good content so that way people can um, can come, come onto your page and learn something. Um, if they can come onto your page and learn something for free, they're more likely to pay you for your services versus just coming to your page and not learning anything, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that is a big thing. I think uh, you mentioned it to me before. You also have uh, a referral program with B3 or you're thinking about it. Yeah, so something that I'm trying to get kind of working right now, but... Um, if somebody does refer a, a client and they do sign up, um, I'm going to be giving a referral bonus um, as of how long. That is undecided right now, but it is to be added to current clients that are on the roster. So Yeah, something in the works. Uh, one thing that you've already implemented uh, that's a, a, a nice like bonus, basically a form of marketing, uh, an actual brand promotion is that sponsorship with Supplement King. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if you do sign up for B3 coaching um, to an extra tier, you actually do get 15% off at any supplement kings in the uh, Edmonton and Alberta, Alberta, basically. Like, uh, yes. Yeah. So they, they, um, it's a partnership with supplement king for those of you that do know or don't know um, it's exclusive to B3 clients. So again, uh, like Tanner mentioned a um, second tier, third tier option, and uh, they do give you 10 to 15% off when you go in. So more incentive to join the team the very time yeah it's one of the one of those things that and that's like a form of marketing too and um, that uh is sometimes incorporated into flex cortex or just in social media that's a good example uh this is a uh, classic journey basically on uh, uh that good good plug well the the thing too is is finding partnerships that can help promote your brand in a positive way um, finding something that you would normally buy yourself or use yourself. Um, obviously, you want to reflect in a positive way on your brand and not poorly on your brand, right? So um, Supplement King, I was already buying from anyways, and a lot of people that I know are buying from them. Um, they're a well-known business and company, so um, definitely honored to have this opportunity to work with them. Yeah, and I think that's, that's again, tied back to brand risk. Like, that's why you're not posting, you know, um, content that another business or partnership would be like, yeah, no, I can't work with you because of that. It, it goes the yeah. same way because it they're almost a client in a way. Um, but in that case, it's just a mutually beneficial business partnership. Yeah, and I, I think the, a big thing with the industry itself is a lot of people will just do whatever they can to get partnerships, even if they don't use the product. Yeah. So I, I think it's very important to believe in the product yourself before you're telling people to buy it. Especially because, you know, people aren't dumb. You know, your followers aren't dumb. If they, if you're selling them either, you know, um, basically quack, quack magic or, uh, you know, these different supplements that have no evidence or might actually be dangerous. 
or things like that, where you don't really don't believe in the product, but you're just doing it for the you know payout. For the your, your, your audience yeah. is gonna know and be like, all right, this is like, okay, you're, you're selling out, and like you know you're still a business, so it's like, do you? But you're gonna get you're gonna impact that, um, especially in this realm of PT where um, there is a sense of that personal relationship. Yeah. yeah, as part of the professional, um, so it, it can damage your business in the long run. Yeah, you want positive associations with your brand, right? You don't want to have any kind of negative ones. I mean, yeah. negative ones do happen, unfortunately. But if you can control what you can control and just try to work with people that can help promote your brand and make all of your clients better, right? It's one of those things. Yeah. It. it I will say. Uh, um, just to go back to the last episode, because I, I need to mention. Uh, so Bosu Ball will never sponsor Bryce, but Bosu Ball. Love your work. Love your products. Reach out. Uh, Tanner Tanner Watmo will be happy to have you. Uh, so come on by. Uh, please sponsor me. Love, love the Bosu Ball. Uh, <laughs> Bryce, you, you messed up, man. I will up. never, I will never use a Bosu ball for more than a water bottle stand. It is a good water bottle stand. You know what, Bosu ball, reach out. Uh, I can, I can help make that a selling point. Or maybe some, some modified stretching, but that's about it. Hey man, it it, it improves core strength, stability, uh, and uh, it makes you look cool. This is for a different episode. We're not diving into the Bosu ball right now. Yeah, we will, we will talk about stability in the future. <laughs> Quote unquote stability from a Bosu ball. Yeah. It's stability. I swear, you, bro. Um, okay, you go back to the episode now. Um, so I have my account set up. Um, mm. Now, should I be posting for, you know, quality? Should I be waiting for that once in a month quality post, once in a week quality post? Uh, or should I be basically posting every day so I can actually build an audience, build traction before I really get, you know, bogged down in the perfectionism. So for you, um, or just, I guess for, for anybody, I would recommend using your posts to try to bring people in. So use your post as a sense of lead generation, probably the easiest way to put it. And then you're using your stories as a way to, um, communicate with people, but then you're also using your stories as a way to engage with people as well, right? So use your stories for like Q and A's are really good. Um, I do those, try to do those weekly, um, and then also just doing polls, doing polls to see like what kind of content your viewers want to see or like what kind of content your followers want to see and stuff too. Um, but then also just like talking to people, right? Showing people who you are, so that way like they might see your face, but maybe they never heard you talk. So we're trying to create a little bit of a personal connection. So that way, if they see you in person, it's like they've, it's like they've kind of already met you. Yeah. It is uh, for that personal connection that we were kind of talking about before, uh, especially with the PT space. So, yeah. And that's, that's the biggest thing too, right? Is like lots of people, like when they, when they post anyways, maybe they don't ever talk. Maybe they don't really use their stories that much, but make, if you've met, if you sell a person in person, maybe you wouldn't know what they sounded like. But I mean, if you've gone to their stories lots, if you've heard them talk lots, then you kind of like at least kind of know what to expect, right? Yeah. 
and someone who's a good salesman or you know a good business owner um they're gonna make you it's because it's, it's weird it's it's weird when someone knows you um from those stories and like feels like they've really gotten to know you and you don't know them you've never met that person in your life yeah. um but the key is that you know at least from a business perspective uh less so from like a content creation perspective uh you want to make sure that person feels welcome and that you know you're bringing them in so that way you know they're they're a potential lead they're a potential client so yeah uh, making sure that they they feel welcome safe and that you know you don't have to be their best friend uh or even their friend necessarily just just be professional and respectful and uh, very open yeah so that's 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 absolutely right i mean you definitely have to um whatever whatever platform you want to use aim to have some sort of social media presence right um engage with the followers you have show your appreciation for them support them right um but then the biggest thing too is like with your posting schedule especially for you being pretty new into trying to get your social media going just focus on quality content man like just quality content whether that's a couple times a week like you what you, what you don't want to do is try to aim to post like six times a week and then have half of your posts be garbage i'm gonna, I'm gonna go for the quantity route not the quality route because i don't take advice from people hmm that's probably ear rape for all of our listeners. We're sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that. I, uh, <laughs> if you're if you're you watch the YouTube video, you can see the very dramatic uh, Mike slide. Mike slide towards the face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll have to edit that in uh, post to make sure that uh, your ears are still safe and sound. Yep. Yeah, Bryce's exactly. ears aren't. He's currently bleeding from the ears. Yeah. <laughs> But no, man, uh, just again, some advice from my personal experience. Um, obviously, there are people that you can pay to help you with this kind of stuff that would have more experience than myself, but happy to help where I can. Yeah, and it, it is one of those things. Um, there are social media managers and uh, people who specialize in this. Um, so there's also a lot of free resources that you can dive into if you know you're not feeling like paying one of these if you this is something you want to do yourself um mm -hmm. and if you're looking for that middle ground to be kind of become your own kind of expert and learn from these people at a more affordable rate um there's plenty of courses out there too on udemy course etc courses are probably one of the better ways to go because you're getting condensed information right yeah like uh but yeah, your course right now that you're taking is kind of covering some social media aspects. It's a more of a general business course, but it also covers that, right? Yeah, so the um, the Elite Vitality Fitness Business course, pretty much we cover everything regarding social media and owning a company. So um, I would highly recommend it to anybody. It teaches you how to properly you know, actually structure your business. It teaches you how to properly like utilize your social media teaches you how to find your niche, like all of these things that we don't really talk about in business, like especially like for me, for example, when I was in school, um, teaches you about like your pre-purchase, your purchase and your post-purchase marketing, you know, lots of stuff that um, I think is often grazed over um, that needs more attention for sure that I didn't even think about when I first started that time, giving more attention now True. that I have definitely expanded on since then, so.
Awesome. All right. Well, I think that's it for uh, this episode. If Bryce doesn't have anything to add. Um, no. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in and listening to this week's episode. Uh, we'll be coming back at you pretty quick here within the next week or two with another episode. Uh, we have a guest coming and I'm very excited for it. So um, mm. tune in for that. We uh, hope you enjoyed guys. And thanks for listening. Hope you took something from this. Thank you.